and welcome to Lead a Life You Can Love. I am your host, Jamie Smith, and as always, I'm super excited to be here with you guys today. And if it sounds a little bit different than it normally does, maybe a little bit more echoey, um, it's because it is. I am in my new home, in my new office, and it is still in shambles, y'all. I do not have any of my equipment really set up yet. I don't have my acoustic panels on the wall yet. So I am just gonna roll with it because I gotta keep on going for you guys. So hopefully by the next episode, everything will be back in its normal place or in its new normal place so that you guys get the best sound quality possible. So apologies if it does sound a little bit more echoey um, in this episode today. So what we are going to talk about today is how to deal with it when things just don't go your way. So the first thing I'm going to say is it's really helpful when things aren't going your way to just take a step back and look at the big picture. It's so easy to get so stuck in the rut of what's happening like right in front of us. We're just in the yuck and all we can see is the yuck and it just didn't go our way. So that's all we're focused on. But by taking a step back, you can ask yourself questions like, how will this impact me in a year, in five years? Will it even at all? Or is this just a sucky situation right here in this moment in time? I actually saw a quote today that is super in line with this, or maybe it's like a, it wasn't necessarily a quote, but it was a a, a rule of thumb kind of thing put on a graphic that I saw on Pinterest. And it was like, if it's not going to matter in five years, then don't spend five minutes you know, worrying about it or letting it ruin your day. It was like this five by five rule or something like that. But I think that that's, you know, pretty good advice because for the most part, you know, it's just not really worth making ourselves sick over when something just isn't going to matter in the grand scheme of things. And I'm not saying that you're not allowed to be upset for a minute or to be let down because it it's not fun when things don't go our way. I've had a whole lot of that that kind of upset over the past couple of weeks in my personal life. So I get it. Um, it doesn't take away from the pain or the frustration that we're experiencing over the upset, but sometimes it's just helpful to go outside of yourself and think about how plenty of other people have it worse than you do. Put things into perspective because while your issue might seem like the worst thing ever to you right now, someone else with worse problems would kill to trade and have your problem right now. Like my problem or issue or upset, you know, frustrating thing that didn't go my way over the past couple of weeks was me purchasing my new home. The timeline did not play out like I needed it to, wanted it to. There was a whole lot of waiting around for for good news that I felt like never came or would never come. And, you know, certain things just kind of fell through the cracks and just fell apart on me. But you know what? 
it all kind of came together in the end and we ended up in our new home, just not on the original timeline, just not according to the original plan. Did it go my way? No, but you know what? It really doesn't matter anymore because we made it and everything's fine. We're good. So putting into perspective, though, that bigger picture and realizing that someone else has it worse, you know, for me, it was a little bit more in retrospect or after I cried it out and had all of my words of frustration, but it was me going, you know what? There are so many people in this world that can't get a new home and that would kill to have a new home. And here I am, you know, pouting and being upset over the fact that this is not happening on the timeline that I want it to. And um, I just kind of took a few steps back and was just like, wow, like I should still be grateful that I'm able to get this new beautiful home because this situation that I'm in and this upset that I'm dealing with is a problem that I'm sure so many people in our world would love to trade me for. So that's, you know, kind of what I'm talking about when I say just like take a step back and go outside of yourself and think about how, you know, there's other people out there that probably would be willing to give you their problems if you wanted. <laughs> and you probably don't. So that's that's number one out of the different ways that I'm going to give you today on how to deal with things when, you know, things just don't go your way. The second thing I'm going to tell you is that you need to just let it out. I believe that one of the healthiest ways that we can just deal when things don't go our way is to let it out. Vent if you must. You don't want to just sweep all those emotions under the rug. Unprocessed emotions just cause problems later. In my life, you know, with the moving situation that didn't go my way, we ran into all sorts of hiccups and, you know, not getting approved in time and not closing on time and then ran into having to restructure our loan and make all kind of changes on our numbers at the last minute and that pushed things back further and uh, we were, you know, supposed to move over the weekend and have all weekend to move and that didn't play out and we ended up moving over the week and only had one day to move and it was just extremely stressful. Um, And let me tell you, I let the tears flow, y'all. It has been a stressful situation for me. And when you're dealing with something as exciting as moving, but also something that comes with all of the financial stressors attached, all the ups and downs emotionally can take a toll on a person. And it did. It took a toll on me. But I'm good now. (laughs) But I find that it benefits me the most when I just let the tears roll. And if I need to yell a little, then I yell a little. But after that, I'm able to pull myself back together, and I don't stay there too long. You don't want to stay in that venting space too long because it can really drain your energy, and you're going to need that energy to be spent in a positive and productive way once you make it out of the the woe-is-me tunnel and get to the other side. And when I do get to the other side after my, you know, 10 minutes or so of just allowing my emotions to run their course, I appreciate myself for allowing that moment of just letting myself fall apart. And this reminds me of one of my favorite Marilyn Monroe quotes. You've probably heard it before. If you haven't, perfect. Here it is. 
It's sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. So good. And such a good reminder too, right? It's not always according to your plan maybe, but the universe has a plan too. God has a plan too. And so you just have to trust sometimes that even though things aren't going your way, And as hard as it may be, because, oh my gosh, you know, so many times all my wonderful family members throughout the process that I was asking for, you know, hey, please pray for me, pray that this works out, send all the good vibes my way, please be thinking of us. I just, I asked for so much of that through this process. And when I would tell them that things didn't go our way, I would get so many of those responses that were like, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, not on your timing. And, you know, there's another plan in place, another plan that's working and everything's going to work out just fine. And in the moment, while I knew that those messages were coming from such a place of love, they were really hard. Like just, it was a hard pill to swallow because you're just so, like I said in the beginning of this episode, you're stuck in this rut. It's like all you can see is the mess that you're sitting in and you just, the optimism and the positivity is just dwindling and yeah, so I get it. It is tough, guys, but just remember that It usually and almost always does work out in the end. It's just, you know, we're not in control as much as we like to think that we are. We're just not. So just remember, sometimes good things fall apart so better things can come together. The third tip I'm going to give you today is that you need to process. You just need to process what you're dealing with. So now that you're on the other side of venting, and because you didn't allow that venting to suck up all your energy, now you're able to process your emotions and start thinking more clearly and rationally about them. So this could look like you sitting down and just reflecting on what's happening in your life. It could look like you pulling out your journal and just writing all your thoughts out, writing down All of what's stressing you out is so therapeutic. It's another way to vent without without someone else having to catch an earful. It's like the paper that you're writing on becomes the outlet and you seeing your own words written down, it also just brings greater awareness and it helps with that putting things into perspective that we talked about. Another great way to process your emotions is to just meditate. And if you're not big into meditation or you're new to it, this could look like you just lying still for a few minutes and just observing your reality and thinking through what's going on and just letting your thoughts and feelings flow freely. It doesn't have to be complicated. And meditating is not just this clearing of the mind. Sometimes it's you focusing on something rather than trying to focus on nothing. Processing your emotions could also 
be you just talking to someone. Getting someone else's point of view or hearing what they have to say about your situation can be really helpful. You might not always want to hear what they have to say in the moment, but usually you'll gain something from having the conversation, and usually that's you gaining a a new insight or a new point of view that helps move you from a super negative space where you feel stuck and like nothing's going your way to a more positive space where you can see the light a little bit again. So make sure the person you choose to talk to is not someone who's just gonna jump in the pot or jump in the pool of misery with you. There's probably a different person you need to call to vent to than there is the person that you need to call and have a rational and open-minded, encouraging, positive conversation with. Make sure that you call the right person for the right need. That's another thing that I have to say I'm so grateful for. I had so many people supporting me through this stressful process of buying a new home and moving and Again, at times, I would get on the phone with some of these people, and they would share with me things that I really didn't want to hear in the moment. But when I would hang up the phone, I would just feel so supported and so cared for and so not alone. And when things aren't happening the way that you want them to, and when you're in this sort of woe is me space and just all in the negative feels... It's really just needed, in my opinion, or at least for me, it's so needed to have, you know, that feeling of love and support coming from those people in your life. It's like I feel really cold and angry, and then when I get off of the phone with them, I feel just a little bit warmer and a little bit more taken care of um, and like I'm not the only one worrying about the situation. Somebody else is worrying about it too and wishing me the best and praying for the best and, you know, sending all of the good thoughts and the good vibes my way. And so that type of energy flowing towards me, it helped me tremendously get through the hard times that I went through in this process of moving. And everybody needs those people that can just uplift them in in times of need. So hopefully you know who that person is for you. And if you don't, then that's a person you need to add to your circle, my friends. All right, the fourth tip that I'm gonna talk about today on how to deal when things don't go your way is take a breather. If the situation isn't time sensitive, meaning whatever it is that's not going your way, if there's nothing you can do about it right in this very moment, and there's no action you need to have to take right this second, then do yourself a favor and walk away from it. Take a breather. This could be you taking a walk. It could be you just going in your backyard and having a moment of mindfulness or just staring at the the clouds or trees. It could be you just listening to one of your favorite songs and singing your heart out like I like to do when I get super stressed. I feel like singing is such a release for me. Or maybe you just need to take a nap. Like the past week for me has been one of the most stressful weeks of the whole past year. And I'm telling you, at the end of each day or sometimes right in the middle of it, depending on what's going on, I'm just so 
pooped to the point that I don't know whether to scream or cry or laugh at the situation. I become almost delirious and I get to this place of all I want to do is take a nap and just give my brain an opportunity to shut down and recharge. I don't know if you guys have heard this on a previous episode of mine, but when I feel all of those different emotions at the same time, and I'm not really sure which emotion to kind of sink into, they're just all over the place. I call it emoverload, emotion overload. <laughs> so that is, um, that's where I've been at, emoverload for, for the past couple of weeks, but I'm good now. <laughs> I just, just at the end of those kinds of days though, where your emotions are just all over the place. I just want to not think about anything for a bit. And a great escape from all the noise going on in my head is to just take a nap. So if you can, take a nap. I heard on a webinar that I attended the other day that if you take a nap in the middle of the day or just in the day time period when you're trying to be productive again when you wake up, then you want to try to nap for no longer than 27 minutes. Um, I'm not really sure of the science behind that, but I believe the guy that was telling us about that in the webinar because he's the expert and has done all sorts of research on how to recharge your brain and to essentially get more done by doing less. And he, you know, referred to it as you want to Instead of running a marathon all day and expecting yourself to be like this machine that's just go, 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 you know, our brain depletes just like a cell phone battery does. And so he was saying, approach your day like you're running sprints and you need to take breaks in between those sprints. Um, So I thought that that was cool. And the 27 minute nap thing totally made sense to me because anytime I've taken a nap during the day longer than like half an hour. I have just been so groggy when I wake up, and that's exactly what he was saying happens. If it's longer than 27 minutes, then you will wake up groggy, and it won't have the effect that you want it to have. Okay, so anyway, nap if you can. If you can't, try one of the other things, like listening to a song, singing, going outside, taking a walk, something like that. But you want to just take a breather if you can. If the issue that is stressing you out or that hasn't gone your way and you're having that meltdown, just walk away from it. Walk away. All right, the last and final tip that I'm going to give you guys today is evaluate the situation and move forward. After something hasn't gone your way, it's really important for you to look back on it, evaluate what happened, and just, you know, move forward from it. So after you've taken a step back, you've let it out, you've processed your emotions and your thoughts, and you've given yourself the much-needed breather or the break from the situation, now's the time to get clear with yourself on what exactly you're really upset about. Sometimes we blame it on one thing, and we're really upset for a whole nother reason. Or maybe we start off being angry at another person, and when we peel back the layers, we realize that it's really us. Like, it's really ourselves that we're angry with. Have you you guys ever had that happen where you're just sort of like placing the blame on somebody else and when you really like thought about it after the fact, you're like, oh, wow, I'm actually mad at myself. It it, it really isn't their fault. (laughs) I've definitely had that happen before. And it can be a hard pill to swallow, but it's going to help you move forward from the situation having that awareness. Once you know what you're really angry about or who you're really angry with, 
It's going to be helpful for you to be able to move forward. So now's the time to ask yourself, what, if anything, can I do at this point? The reason we get so angry when things don't work out how we want them to is because it's outside of our control and we don't like not being in control. So ask yourself, what if anything is within your control? What can you do about this? So it's defining the action steps that you can take to get you moving into greener pastures, so to speak. (laughs) Because the more action we take, the more we can at least feel like we're regaining control a little bit, and that's going to feel good to us. But keep in mind that when things don't go our way, things usually take time to start going our way again. It can take some time to bounce back, or there might be somewhat of a recovery period. So give yourself some grace. Be patient. And I know this is hard. Trust me. My patience has been tested in every sense of the word in the past couple of weeks, but sometimes it was even just me taking a really deep breath and reminding myself, okay, just calm down be patient, and trust that even if things aren't happening as fast as I want them to, which they rarely are, (laughs) things are still happening. They're happening, just not at the rate that I want them to. And ultimately, what's meant to be, will be. All right, y'all. So I'm just going to recap those five pointers that I gave you today, steps, whatever you want to call them, on how you can deal when things don't go your way. The first thing you want to do is take a step back, look at the big picture, and go outside of yourself. Maybe use that five-by-five rule, where if it's not going to matter in five years, just don't spend five minutes worrying yourself sick over it. The second thing was let it out, vent if you have to, cry if you have to, but let those emotions run their course. And the third tip was process your emotions, process your thoughts. This is the time where it's great to have a conversation with someone, a rational conversation with someone who can maybe help shed a little light on you know, a different perspective or, you know, this again could be you just maybe journaling or just thinking about it, but process now that you've had your chance to vent. And the fourth tip was take a breather, take a break. You got to be able to know when to walk away when there's nothing you can do about it in that moment. And tip number five was evaluate the situation now that it's all said and done. Like, what was really happening here? Who were you really angry with? And at this point, is there anything that you can do? Because taking action is going to help you to feel like you are moving forward and it's going to help you feel a little bit more in control again, which we really like feeling in control. So that is it for today's episode, y'all. I hope that was helpful. I hope that... 
I really hope that there's nothing that hasn't gone your way lately. I hope that everything is going your way right now in life, but we all know that that's not really realistic and and things just sometimes fall apart. But just remember, like Marilyn said, sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. So, all right, you guys go out there and lead a life you can love. Until next time. Bye now. Bye now.